Hi, everybody. It's me, Emma Chamberlain. I'm back on Anything Goes, my podcast. Why am I so awkward in the beginning of these? I don't know how the fuck to start a podcast episode. It's okay. Um, so what's going on? What's going on? Uh, let's think before I get into the episode. Well, my lips are really chapped right now. They're like really chapped to the point where like I'm getting like a like I'm have like a dead skin ring around my mouth. Uh, that's super really it's super unflattering, really actually quite ugly. So that's happening. Um, but on the brighter side of that, the reason why my lips are chapped is because I'm on Accutane, my acne medicine. But good news is I'm on my last month. Um, it's been a journey. If you guys want me to make an episode about Accutane, I don't know if I really could talk about it for that long. So maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just throw it into an episode and just talk about it one time just because I mean if you guys are interested in it and you want my experience and whatever I would love to talk about it even just about acne in general um I could I would love to speak on that so if you guys want me to at some point uh maybe I will but Accutane has been tough because the side effects are shitty but like my skin looks better than it's ever looked and I'm really excited about it. So hopefully the medication works long-term and I don't ever have to go on it again. And then I just never have acne again. And all of my pain from being on the medication will be worth it. And then I will have clear skin forever and it will be amazing. Time will tell. Anyway, let's get into this episode. This episode is presented by haagen It's love at first bite with the new haagen Dulce de Leche Bar. Featuring rich caramel dulce de leche ice cream, swirled with thick, milky dulce de leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's DOS. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. So... 
this episode was actually inspired by something that happened to me yesterday. Speaking of Accutane, I had to go pick up my prescription from CVS. So I drove my ass over to the CVS and I went in and I got my prescription and then I was walking out of the CVS onto the street and I see this man running through the crosswalk like sprinting through the crosswalk and I was like okay that's different he wasn't wearing workout clothes this man was not exercising he was just sprinting uh it was he was kind of charging towards me which kind of freaked me out so I kind of backed up a little bit and I let him sprint or whatever and then once he got to the sidewalk he started walking normally and there was a man another man standing at a bus stop and he had one of his feet on a skateboard and he was just chilling there waiting for the bus and this man the sprinting man as we'll call him the guy who was sprinting across the street kicks this man's skateboard out from under his foot And they're both like grown men. Like one was probably 30 and the other one was probably 50 maybe. And the dude with the skateboard was like, dude, what, what the fuck? What was that? And then the sprinting dude just starts screaming in his face and nothing what he was saying made any sense. And so skateboard dude picks up his skateboard and I kid you not starts hitting the other dude over the head with his skateboard whacking him in the head with this skateboard then the running the sprinting dude starts throwing punches at this dude and is trying to get the dude onto the floor mind you skateboard dude is not giving up for a second he's just whacking this sprinting man with the skateboard just as if it was the most insane thing I've ever seen mind you I'm standing five feet away from this I quickly turn around and I go back up the steps to go back into the CVS because obviously I don't feel safe um, being near that. Although I also kind of weirdly was enjoying it. It was weirdly, it was obviously really kind of upsetting, but there was something super entertaining about it. It was like watching, you know, the Logan Paul KSI fight, but like in real life and I like couldn't get enough. Um, So I, you know, I didn't, I stood kind of in the doorway of the CVS and I watched this all go down and then this old man uh, was walking into the CVS and I was like, check this out. Like what's going on? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, this is crazy. And he was like, I don't know what to say. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. And then I let the man go into the CVS and, and that was kind of the end of it. But shit like this happens in LA way too much shit that just like cracks the matrix. Like the norm in LA is like st- matrix breaking shit like I was almost so unfazed by it that that's why it was like disturbing I was like it was so normal for me like shit like that just happens all the time here it's always like that like just shit that like should not be happening happens in LA on a daily basis and I'm used to it so today's episode is going to be me telling you my stories about LA that kind of break the matrix. Some of it, some of these things are things that I've done. Some of these things are things that I've seen, but altogether it's going to be just a big cluster of weird stories. I actually hate the word cluster and the fact that I just used it was character development because I really hate that word. So I can't believe that I just used it. Anyway, let's get into it. 
this is actually the best story I have. I told this to somebody last night and I literally, and I like relived it in my head and I like could not believe that the story actually happened. My friends and I like to drive around late at night on Sunset Boulevard. We just like do loops around Sunset Boulevard and talk just because it's so nice to just drive around with no cars around and it's just, it's really great. So we'll do that for hours. And one night Olivia and I were doing that and our throats got really dry. So we decided to stop at Wendy's to get some water bottles because we needed water, but we didn't want to go home yet. So we were like, okay, we'll just do that. So I pull up to the little drive through intercom box and, you know, I'm ordering my waters and in my rear view window, I kind of see an old woman, not that old, like maybe like 55, 60, just kind of lingering behind my car. And I was like, okay, it's kind of weird, but I'm just going to act like I don't see it and just move on. I take my focus off of her and I just continue speaking to the Wendy's employee. And all of a sudden, this woman, I, this is not a fucking joke. This is not a joke. I can't believe that this happened and none of you are going to believe me because it's that fucking insane. This woman runs up to my open window and spits in my face and starts screaming at me. I kid you not. And this was right when the whole kind of coronavirus thing started. I'm freaking out. I'm so scared for one, like super startled, super freaked out. She was being kind of belligerent a little bit. I roll up my window. I take the hand sanitizer out of my uh, little cup holder and I literally rub hand sanitizer all over my face, which is not good. Don't do that. But I literally was so grossed out and so terrified. That was the only thing I knew how to do. I'm freaking out. We're literally like, what the fuck do we do? We still have to get our water bottles because we're thirsty. So we're like, this woman has to leave. So we pull up to the to the pickup window and we wait there with our window rolled up. She kind of minds her own business. She kind of walks away. Oh my God, I forgot about this part of the story. She kind of walks away So we're like, okay, we're good. So I rolled out my window to get the water bottles and pay. And then this woman walks around my car to the passenger window where Olivia's sitting. Olivia's window is rolled up. And she's talking to Olivia through the window, like screaming at Olivia through the window. Olivia's like looking at me like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. Just act like you don't see it. I don't know. I get the waters. And then I'm going to hand over my card and this woman runs around to my window again. While my window is rolled down, I have to roll it up. The Wendy's employee acts like nothing is going on. I crack the window and I'm like, I can't give you my card. This woman could take my card. And he was like, no, just hand it around. I'm like, no, no, I can't. I can't. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I'm scared. I was so scared. Finally, I give this man my card around her. I reach around her. She's screaming at me. I can't believe that this happened. And I give him my card. And then I roll back up my window. The transaction gets completed. She walks away because my window's rolled up. So she kind of gave up. I get my card back and I drive away. And Olivia, yeah, Olivia and I drive away. And we just, we almost wanted to start crying because it was such a traumatizing experience that like I couldn't even fathom that it happened like the whole thing it was just 
There's no words for it. There's no words for that. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. Next story is like a glitch in the matrix again. This time, I threw up. Let me get into it. One morning, I had pulled an all-nighter. And that's never good, <laughs> okay? Pulling all-nighters is like a great way to like lose your mind a little bit and just be really, really irrational and emotional. It just makes your mind go it's not healthy right so I pulled an all-nighter um and in the morning I was really upset about something I won't get into what I was upset about but I was having some issues with some friends and I was really upset about it and so I called my parents and I got so upset that I was like I need to talk to you while I'm going on a walk I'm gonna go on a walk I lived in Hollywood Boulevard. I lived on Hollywood Boulevard still. So I went on a walk on Hollywood Boulevard, which is not fun, but I did it. And I'm just walking up and down the street. And I start walking up a side street. And I sit down on like kind of a staircase. And I'm on the phone and I'm venting and I start getting so heated and angry about what I was talking about that I start bawling my eyes out, like bawling my eyes out, like I just freaked out. It was because of the lack of sleep for me. I think I just fucking lost it. I was scream crying on the phone with my parents, so angry. And my throat got really dry from crying and kind of hyperventilating. So I start coughing in public, in fully in public on a side street. People were walking, they were passing me. I didn't even care. I was so upset. And I'm just fucking crying, I'm coughing, the whole thing. And I start coughing and I cough so hard that I throw up 
on the street. People are around, okay? People are walking up and down. This is a popular side street. To be exact, it's actually Argyle, which is off Hollywood Boulevard, a very populated street, and I fucking throw up. People see it happen. I'm not even embarrassed. I was so upset about the thing that I was like angry about. I didn't even care, but I threw up in front of everybody. And it was so crazy. I've never thrown up from crying. It was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. I don't think it's ever going to happen again because I haven't pulled an all-nighter in like literally six months. And like I don't plan on doing it anytime soon. So so that's that. I do kind of miss pulling all-nighters. Not to be off topic, but I do miss pulling all-nighters a little bit. That was kind of a fun and fond memory, but... As you can see, its effects on me mentally were not the best. Sorry, I burped. Um, so that was that story. That was fucking weird. Um, I have a bunch of stories written down, but some of them I feel like aren't that good. Some of these also don't necessarily relate to... Like, it's not like in L.A. story. It's more just like a crazy story that happened to me in L.A., but it could have happened anywhere. But like maybe I'll get into it. Anyway, we'll see. I'm, I'm picking through. Okay, next one. This one's kind of crazy. This happened like over a year ago. So my best friends and I went to San Francisco. We did a road trip to San Francisco. And on the way back, when we were driving back, uh, it was kind of late at night. And we were all starving, like so hungry. We hadn't eaten in six hours because we were in the car and forgot to bring snacks. So we were super hungry. So we're like, let's get food right now. Let's go to Mel's Diner, which is a diner. Obviously, it fucking says it in the name for God's sake. Anyway, it's a diner. It's pretty self-explanatory. So we decide we're going to go to this diner. And so we start driving there. Olivia's driving. My friend Olivia's driving. And we start to see this guy drive a little bit reckless, kind of just switching lanes, like not being responsible, whatever. And all of a sudden, he's like maybe one car in front of us. He swerves hard to the right, cuts in front of three cars and hits the cement barrier in the center of the freeway. After doing that, he overcorrects and he cuts across like four cars and he hits the barrier on the right side, if that makes sense. So he like did like a, a, not an S, but like maybe kind of a seven. He hits the cement thing on the left and then he goes and he hits the cement thing on the right. And because of that, two other cars crash into each other so everybody pulls over Olivia Amanda and I pull over because we want to make sure everybody's okay everybody was totally fine which was an absolute blessing um there was some pretty bad damage on the cars but we got everybody out of the everybody got out of the car safely and then everything was okay and it was more a matter of like figuring out how to handle this like legally, like, you know, who's responsible for this? Whose insurance do we need? Whatever. Olivia's car didn't get damaged at all. So we were just kind of there to help if anybody needed it. And the guy who was swerving in the car 
starts acting really weird. He starts acting really weird. He's like being like, no, we don't need to call the police. Like, we don't need to call the police. Everything's fine. Don't worry about this. I, I'm going to go check out my car. I'm going to go check out my car. And everybody was like, no, dude, don't go to your car. Like, your car is severely damaged and it could blow up or, like, explode if you touch it or do anything to it. Like, don't touch your car. Let a professional handle that. That's not safe. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to let me, I need to go get something from my car. Everybody's like, no, don't get into your car. Like, that's not safe. This man was like, starts getting really violent and loud. And he's like, no, it's none of your business. Like, whatever. This man gets into his car, fully totaled, back end of this car, front end of this car, totally fucked up. Like, pieces are falling off, crushed car, okay? He gets into the car and he starts driving away from the scene. Because, I mean, he had just caused a massive accident, right? For not only himself, but also all of them. So, like, this man's freaking out. He starts driving away. Olivia and I had gotten out of the car. Amanda had stayed in the car. And Olivia and I were like, we need to call the police. Like, this is really bad. Like, this man did something fucked up. Not even, like, it was his... I don't know if it was his fault. But regardless, like, he caused an accident that has damaged two people's cars. And he needs to be held responsible. Olivia and I call the police. We get back into the car. We run back to our car and we're on the phone with the police and we're following this man trying to take a photo of his license plate. He takes an exit. We follow him. Not condoning that. Probably not the best thing to do. We asked the police. We're like, is it okay if we follow him so that we can give you information? They were like, yes. This was the moment that I felt like I was a part of the police force. I felt so badass that a cop was like, yes, you can follow them if you want. Just be safe about it so that, you know, you can tell us where they are. We follow this car for like 10 minutes and they're driving so recklessly. So we had to stay back and then they'd start driving normally. Mind you, as they're driving, pieces of their car are like dragging. There's sparks flying off of their car. Like it was a fucking mess. Anyway, finally, the cops find him. We're on the phone giving them sides we're like literally we're driving so fast we're like okay they're they're on ventura and fucking this street no they're on this street now they're on this street now like trying to keep the cops updated finally they pull him over we see them put him in cuffs and we give the police our phone number whatever and then that was the end of it come to find out this man had stolen that car and he was a thief and he crashed the car and it was really scary, but it was kind of like really exhilarating. Um, moral of that story, glad everybody's okay, but I'm not going to lie. That car chase made me feel badass. I can't lie to you. I don't know if that's fucked up. I don't know if that's like wrong to say or wrong to feel, but it did kind of make me feel badass. Moving on. That one's kind of crazy. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. 
It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. At eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry-all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you'll carry with confidence. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This next story happened to me at LAX. And this story is not really like crazy. Like it's not crazy, but it was more just like, I just find it kind of amusing. So fuck it. So I was flying to Europe and I believe I was by myself. Doesn't really matter. Anyway, flying to Europe and I get onto the plane and I'm putting my uh, carry-ons into the overhead compartment and I'm trying to shove this bag in a certain way. I was struggling to get one of my carry-ons into the, into the, into the bin above and a flight attendant comes up to me and is like, honey, 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 it, it won't fit like that. It will not fit like that. It doesn't work like that. It will not fit like that. Terrible attitude. Complete bitch. Totally rude. I was like, sorry, ma'am. Um, she was like, let me just do it. Let me just do it. And I was like, okay, okay, thank you. So rude. Super bad attitude. Everybody around her literally looked over and was like, what? Like, why is this? Why is this grown woman yelling at this 12-year-old girl? Obviously, little do they know that I am, in fact, an 18-year-old woman. But, you know, to the, to the onlookers, it looked like somebody was yelling at a child. So that probably looked worse on her part. Um, so that was really rude. And I was just like, it kind of put me in a bad mood for a second. Because I was like, why do people have to talk to people like that? Like, that's just so fucked up. I got over it, whatever. So it was time for her to start giving out drinks. She was giving people champagne or orange juice. So I was like, I'll take the orange juice. Thank you. And she was holding a tray with a bunch of drinks on it. And she was like, okay. Still had an attitude with me. Have no idea what I did wrong. Um, She doesn't even know me like that. And so she's holding the tray with one hand and she's getting a napkin out of her other, or out of her like little pocket, her little apron pocket to put down onto my tray And as she's kind of reaching down to get out the napkin for me, she spills all of the drinks on me right before a 10-hour flight. Orange juice, champagne, all over me, all over my seat, all over my bag, everything. And when I tell you, that this woman's attitude changed towards me. Oh. All of a sudden, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You are so, 
sweet for putting up with this. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, this has never happened. My God, do you need anything? Oh, let me wipe up your seat. Let me wipe off your bag. But when I tell you that I was livid, livid, this woman had been literally targeting me and bullying me (laughs) for the past 20 minutes and then spills all of the drinks on me and then all of a sudden is an angel because whatever. Where was that energy before? You had to fully ruin my entire flight in order to not be a fucking bitch to me. Unbelievable. I was so fucking mad. And the whole flight, I was sticky. Every time I would move, my ass was sticking to the seat. My fucking pants. I mean, obviously, complete. it doesn't matter. Like, it was not that big of a deal. But it sucked. You know what I mean? It sucked. And she was such a bitch. Anyway, just wanted to get that off my chest. I couldn't believe that. Like, anyway, I reported her to Delta. <laughs> I literally called my mom and I was like, please report this woman. Like, I fucking hate her. I hate her. And I don't use hate a lot. Actually, I do. But like, I don't use hate in a serious way a lot, but I genuinely hate that woman. But you know what? I forgive her because I feel bad for her that she sucks that bad. Moving on. Last story I'm going to tell. This is not really a story that like, this happened to me when I was living in LA, but it's not something that's like specific to LA. Similar to like the LAX story, like that could have happened at any airport, but like it happened here, so we're going to tell it. It's actually really short. Basically, I don't have a lot of people come over to my house. Very limited quantities. Um, I don't really let a lot of people come over because I don't like hanging out with a lot of people. Okay. Which is what makes this story weird. So I had a guest bathroom in my old apartment that I kept a litter box in. And the only time I'd ever go in there would be to clean the litter box. Now, that bathroom had started to smell. And I didn't really know why. I couldn't pinpoint why. Because I was like, well, nobody uses this toilet in this bathroom. So like, what could it be? And I thought it was maybe just the cat shit. But it kind of smelled like human shit which is why there was a problem here. And so I wish the story ended up being that like somebody chat in my litter box. I think that would have been more funny, but no, it's different. I decided to investigate a little bit. I lift up the toilet seat and I see a massive mound of toilet paper, massive, like volcanoing out of the fucking water in the toilet. Like, massive toilet paper mound. And I'm like, what? And I was like, maybe my cats did that because my cats love to play with toilet paper. So I just assumed that's maybe what it was. Well, I flushed the toilet. And and how do I put this? And shit starts rising up in the bowl somebody had clogged my toilet god knows when i have no idea when i don't use that bathroom somebody had clogged my toilet god knows when tried to cover it up with toilet paper like they're a fucking cat and then left it there for me oh my god i couldn't believe it and to this day i don't know exactly who did it i have a few ideas but i will never know for sure 
this is some advice for you if you're listening to this. If you ever clog somebody's toilet, they're going to find that shit anyway and they're probably going to figure out it was you. So my recommendation is ask them for a fucking plunger. Hey, dude, I clogged your fucking toilet. Give me a plunger. That easy. It's actually less awkward that way. How clown emoji does it look if you leave a fucking shit in somebody's toilet that you know it's not like okay I get it if you're at a restaurant and there's no plunger and like you clog the toilet do what you have to do I get it but at someone's house what the fuck and it was and they knew that they clogged it they knew that they clogged it because they put fucking toilet paper over top of it which then caused a larger problem for me because then I had to spend three days trying to unclog this toilet I almost had to call a fucking plumber because there was so much toilet paper trying to cover this fucking monster shit that I then had to fucking every day work on it a little bit more and get more down the fucking drain because literally there was three rolls of fucking toilet paper in the toilet bowl and it was sorry that was a lot that was a lot uh anyway so that story was fucking insane um I really if you did this text me Actually, don't fucking text me because I'm pissed. Unless, like, maybe it was a prank. Like, I hope it was. My God. Oh, God. I'm going to start answering some questions. I asked um, for questions about L.A., like crazy shit about L.A. Uh, So these are going to be a little bit different. These aren't as much stories. But I thought I'd answer some anyway. Somebody said, have you ever been around problematic people? Absolutely. Absolutely. All the time. And it's very unsettling because it's like you can kind of tell when somebody's figuring shit out and they're maybe being a little bit of a problem. And it's scary because you can't trust them. So you have no idea like what they're capable of because they're not trustworthy. And that shit's terrifying and I hate it. Next, have you met your idol? I don't really have an idol, but I've met a few people that I've kind of fangirled over. Um, At Coachella last year, I was at the bathroom area and all of a sudden out comes Mac DeMarco and I almost shit myself. Um, Another one, the first idol I ever met was actually I really idolized and still to this day do Cody Co., always loved that man and just appreciated him so much and so and his girlfriend Kelsey as well actually and one of the first times I met like another YouTuber or somebody that I admired that was like the first time I met somebody I admired like that and it was Cody and his girlfriend and I was so nervous like sweating bullets like so scared and they were just so fucking cool and I've been friends with them ever since and so That was really amazing. That was like a really amazing moment. Like I, that was like probably the first time I met somebody that like I totally fangirled over and it will always hold a special place in my heart. Somebody asked, have you ever been to a party and you didn't know the person who hosted it? I do not party a lot, but that has happened before. It's, I'm the type of person that like shows up to a party like maybe like every few months just because I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Let me, maybe I'll live a little bit and like go see what it's all about. And then I leave after an hour and I go to a diner with my friends and then I'm eat and then I go to bed. 
Um, I wish I enjoyed it more though. I, cause I don't see a problem with enjoying it. I don't, I think that being social and, you know, at this age, it's like so normal to go and be social and go to parties. And I mean, as long as you're being safe and responsible and not doing anything stupid, I don't see a problem with it. Um, but it's just like, it's just not really as fun as it's just never as fun as it should be. Like I remember like two years on Halloween, two years ago on Halloween, I got invited to a few Halloween parties and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go to a few. And like, it was just so miserable. Like it's awkward because I, I know it's like with these types of LA parties, you know, everybody in the room, but like nobody wants to talk to each other. And then everybody acts like they don't know each other. And like every once in a while, you'll meet somebody cool. Who's like, you know, down to earth and like wants to just meet new people and whatever but like that's just not normally how it is and I feel like the whole point of being social and like going to a party is to like meet new people and like enjoy strangers company but in LA nobody wants to talk to one another so then it's kind of like you're at a party but everybody's just sitting in their own corner and like I don't see the point of that because that just defeats the entire purpose of a party that's my two cents Somebody said, I want to move to L.A. in two years, but people keep telling me it's a bad decision. I still want to do it. Do you think they're right or is L.A. still a nice place to live? I think if you want to fucking live in L.A., live in L.A. I don't see a a reason. I mean, like, worst case scenario, you move here and you don't like it. But the thing is, I think that there's a lot of beauty in it and there's a lot of opportunities here. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great nature. I mean, like, we have fucking amazing beaches shit like that like a bunch of fun shit to do I mean there are the cons but I also think that like it's what you make of it and if you want to live here follow your damn dreams and do it fuck it somebody said do paparazzi make you uncomfortable or have you ever had a weird experience with one of them oh my god well I don't get paparazzi for one I, I just don't that's not that just doesn't happen but like there are the certain type of YouTube channels that are kind of like a paparazzi in a sense where they like come up to you and film you randomly and like ask you questions and you just didn't even and like you don't know how to act. Although I have a conspiracy that most of those are staged. Although the few times that it's happened to me, I had no idea that it was going to happen and it was very upsetting so maybe they're not staged or maybe it's like both. Maybe some of them are staged and some of them aren't. I'm not completely sure. I've just seen some that seemed so obviously staged to me. So like I just have no idea um, how that works. And it's not, a, I don't know, I'm never going to know. <laughs> I really don't appreciate those those things. Um, I think that like if somebody came up to me with a camera without my consent, um, and was like, hey, like, what are you working on? Like, hey, how are you doing? You know? Hey, like, what do you think about this? Uh, what, what are your plans for the future? Like, something, like, constructive and positive. I would appreciate, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would still be uncomfortable by it. But, like, it wouldn't piss me off. But the few experiences I've had with, I guess we'll call it paparazzi, even though I don't think that that's what it is. It's always asking me about 
things that I don't want to talk about and that I won't ever talk about. And like things that are just so like disrespectful to bring up. And I know that it's like whatever, like they can do what they want. And like, I just don't have to answer it if I don't want to. But I just still think it's, it just is kind of lame, you know, that like they're asking me about like my relationships and shit like that. And like, that just sucks. Cause it's like, I don't fucking want to talk about that anyway. I don't want to talk about that anyway in my day to day and definitely not on the fucking internet. So shut up. Anyways. <laughs> Actually, I mean, those are things I do talk about on my day to day as long as they're going well. <laughs> so somebody said, do you see a lot of famous people on the street? No, not like on the street, but actually like, I feel like it's not like you are just walking down the street and you like see somebody. I mean, actually it happens, but like, I don't even have an an exact example. Like, I feel like it's more about when you're in LA, it's really easy to find the events that these people are at. Like, you know, Coachella, certain events like, or parties, um, that, you know, you can go to when you live here cause they're available, whatever. Those are kind of the places that I feel like you would see those people, but it just kind of becomes like normal and not weird anymore. Cause you just kind of realize that, Oh, that's just what it is. And this party sucks and I'm going home and then that's the end of it. Somebody said, do you think LA is overrated? Uh, I don't think it's overrated just because I think it's kind of necessary. Like, it's necessary that it exists in a sense. Like, it's really useful for certain jobs and passions. And I think that that's really important. And I I think that the parts of L.A., like, there are parts of L.A. that are overrated and parts that are underrated. It's overrated. Like, the things that everybody thinks are cool about L.A., I think are overrated. Like, fucking Hollywood Boulevard or, like, Melrose or, like, all of those types of things, like the Grove, like, I don't even, these are like things that people talk, like those things are overrated, but like, you know, how close you are to the beach, you know, how many opportunities there are here, all of those things, those are underrated, I don't think that that's talked about enough, I think everybody's talking about like the stupid shit, I don't know, everybody's asking me about parties, somebody said, do you get invited to crazy parties, listen, no, like not really I, I like literally every time I've ever been invited to a party I've like barely ever got like I've shown up to so many parties and been like you know what tonight's the night I'm gonna be social I'm gonna let go I'm gonna have fun I'm gonna just do TikTok dances on the dance floor fuck it let's go let's have fun let's bring out the girls let's do this shit the girls not meaning my boobs I mean like my friends um I don't have any of those so yeah anyway but it's either I get in there and I'm bored or I get in there and like I don't really know anybody and nobody wants to talk so then it's just awkward in like whatever or I don't even get in the first place with like bigger parties and shit like half the time like they don't even let anyone in like it ends up, the line ends up being too long and then it's like nobody gets in and then it's not fun. Because I can't, yeah, I don't know. It sucks. It's not fun. Somebody said, what smell reminds you of LA? What smell reminds you of LA? I don't know why, but every time I smell weed, I'm like, OMG, LA. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Um, uh, probably the smell of garbage. Like just like rotting trash. Maybe urine. Like warm, hot, burning urine on asphalt. That's LA smell for me. Somebody said, are there earthquakes as bad as everybody makes them out to be? I actually experienced an earthquake a few weeks ago. It was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, it was, it was, my mom and I were, my mom was visiting to help me move. And then we were sitting in her room late at night talking. And all of a sudden, like, I started hearing like the glass in my house, like vibrating. And I was like, what? And I thought somebody was breaking into my house. But then we realized it was an earthquake and it wasn't that scary. I mean, I've grown up in California. I've always experienced the occasional earthquake. I've actually never experienced like a really crazy and terrifying one. So I feel like I'm kind of off the hook there. They happen kind of rarely. And when they do, they're usually not that big. And I might jinx it right now. I'm going to knock on wood. But yeah, they haven't been too bad. Like I haven't experienced a really bad one. So praying that that doesn't happen, but it might. And if it does, I will stand in the doorway and I will count my damn blessings. So that was the end of this episode. Those were all such random and stupid stories, but it was kind of fun going down memory lane because as we know, you know, stuck at home, mind broke, brain broke. I don't have any more thoughts anymore. So I'm going to have to start pulling from my past to make episodes. Um, But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And I care about you all and I love you all. And I will see you and speak to you next Thursday. Don't forget, if you want, rate, review, and subscribe to Anything Goes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And keep it real. I love you all. Mwah.